Hello, and welcome to Commercial Real Estate Views with NAOP Pittsburgh's Developing Leaders podcast. This year's Developing Leader, or DL, annual sponsor is RIDC. The DL Hardhat sponsor is Falkbilt, and the mentorship sponsor is Desmone Architects. Through these sponsorships, we're able to put on this podcast series. I am Clayton Morris, the 2020 NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leader Chair and Asset Manager at Sampson Morris Group. In this episode, Nate Tavornik, Mike Bernard, and Megan Stearman with Oxford, discuss sustainability and corporate culture. Hi, I'm Nate Tavornik, Marketing Manager at Oxford. Today's topic is going to be the business case for sustainability and its effect on corporate culture. I've known about sustainability for some time, but it wasn't until joining Oxford in 2018 and seeing the importance and amount of sustainable development here that grew its importance to me both professionally and personally. At Oxford, I'm helping to share the story of sustainability and grow employee buy-in. Joining me will be Mike Bernard, Lead AP, who's the Assistant Vice President of Development, and he acts as the driving force for sustainable development. And also joining me will be Megan Stearman, Lead GA, Director of Marketing and Innovation, who has a personal interest in sustainability, which led to her working with Mike to help further sustainability goals. Thanks for having us, Nate. So Mike, Oxford's been around for 60 years. What made Oxford decide to focus on sustainable development and when? It's hard to pinpoint when, but sustainability has become a core value of the company as a result of the passion shown by leadership from within, as well as the commitment of many of our clients. Internally, Ann Lewis, Steve Guy, Scott Pollock, even going back to Eddie Lewis, um, has provided a focus for our team on doing the right thing as a local community and industry leader. Separately, clients, for example, UPMC, PNC, the Sports and Exhibition Authority of Pittsburgh and Allegheny County have been focused on sustainability since at least the mid-90s. Personally, my career started on projects such as PNC First Side and the David Lawrence Convention Center, giving me a start and early entry into the sustainable development. Building on that, how did sustainable ideals go from project by project to a whole culture of sustainability? Really, it started as a small internal grassroots group uh, of representatives of multiple departments within the company working together to put together an initial sustainability report for the company was presented to the executive committee and the CEO who um, to some extent surprisingly was in full support of the initiative. Um, We say surprisingly just because of the cost that would have been undertaken to work on some of these initiatives um, to develop them further. This led to a more holistic uh, cultural sustainability report that was developed, which resulted in a more long-range plan, implementation of which is taking a little longer than we had hoped, but step-by-step we are progressing on the journey. So where are we on that journey? I know we participate in the Green Workplace Challenge and we're tracking energy usage with Portfolio Manager, but what are some of the other steps that have been taken towards these plans? Really, it was all kicked off by the sustainability mandate issued by ownership and the CEO, um, which has led to sustainability being at the forefront of all all of our projects. Uh, This has resulted in some recent successes, such as Hot Metal Flats, Three Crossings Phase 1, including four LEED certified buildings within that uh, portion of the development, Codon Center, and and many others. Uh, The commitment to the 2030 district was another component that came out of this that really helped, as you said, focus us on our energy tracking um, for any of our managed and owned properties. 
but what we realized is that our office space uh, was a limiting factor in our ability to be successful and fully realize some of the goals that we laid out into from in the sustainability report. So when we were planning our new corporate headquarters, sustainability and wellness uh, was a general undertone and we knew that if we did things in this way and thought about the health and well-being of our employees, we could create a real seismic cultural shift. With these new offices, the change is pretty drastic. I was only in one Oxford Center for about a year, but moving to the new space brings a whole new feeling and vibe. What elements do you think were the most important to fostering the new culture here? Well, we really wanted to be part of what we were creating down here in the Strip. Um, so as we looked at our the early phases of our design, along with sustainability, a focus placed on technology as we designed our new space. Also, unfortunately, some tragic experiences from the Oxford family had us looking much harder at wellness as a company as well. These three core, core features were key in the evolution of our new home. Going beyond our typical commitment to lead, we looked extensively into the well-building program and incorporated some components into our design. Clean construction techniques, um, appropriate material selection, layouts of the office, which really promote daylight throughout the space, were all uh, components that we incorporated into the design. We even created a wellness suite within our space for use by, by all employees. Like my lunchtime nap room? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this was a really exciting time for us to think about moving in a new direction um, in how we collaborated across departments, uh, the different types of technology that could be available to us. So it was really a, a great, fun experience to work with Mike and a team that was set up across departments. We were able to draw on our experiences from working with our clients and other tenants here at Three Crossings to implement things like a recycling and composting program, which we would have never had the opportunity to do before. Uh, we upgraded all of our technology from on-prem servers to cloud-based technology, which has allowed us to do things like eliminate the use of paper. Uh, we have you know, more high-tech scanners now and a better system overall to help us live that sustainable lifestyle that we're, we're really hoping to achieve. Um, and so I don't know about you, Mike, but I had a good time thinking about what were those different things that, that we could do that would be different. And it's been really well received from the employees on this end. I know you mentioned the compost and recycling that even extended to my personal life some. Uh, now that I moved into a house, I have a composter in my backyard and I'm really focused on recycling everything I can. Our new offices are up the road from Pittsburgh's glass recycling. So even though where I live, they don't recycle glass, I still make an effort to recycle it. And I've just kind of made a whole effort in waste reduction as a whole. So my professional sustainability interest is kind of spread to my personal life as well. Yeah, you're right, Nate. Living this experience of moving our new office and implementing some of these sustainable changes has really made living a sustainable lifestyle a lot easier. And that's what we were trying to impart to our employees was this is easy. 
you can do it, you can do it at home, you can do it at work, and it's something that you need to be thinking about throughout the course of the day. So you mentioned our move to more digital services like document sharing. What were some of the bottom line improvements that were realized? So most notably was a reduction in paper usage. Um, We were able to reduce paper consumption by 75% through this shift to cloud-based document storage and our different scanning solutions. Our old office had us working on two different floors with four different locations for office and kitchen supplies. So now being on one floor, we've been able to streamline purchasing and reduce waste in that way. It's a lot nicer, too, to have everyone on one floor. When you're meeting for lunch, you don't have half the company on one side and half the company on the other. For a while, I wasn't sure who was on the other side. Now I see them every day. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's great to be able to join together and gather in spaces and really create that sense of community, which I think has also uh, led to a shift in increased productivity. You know, when you're able to sort of bump into one another in the cafe or in the hallway, um, you can get answers to questions quickly. You can come up with new ideas that you might not have otherwise been able to do. And so that in itself has really been, I think, the best uh, contributor to the bottom line. I think the uh, familiarity and the collaboration that was developed in the new offices as well as the move to the cloud-based IT systems has been key to our ability to weather the recent changes with COVID. Oh, right. Um, Being forced to work off-site and work remotely with teams, having a better rapport with those who maybe we were separated by um, several floors or another way through the office, Um, now we're able to collaborate. You have that familiarity so that Teams meetings and Zoom calls and everything else are much easier to weather. And having everything cloud-based made the transition that took place over the course of about a day uh, very seamless for those of us that now had to work at home. So as long as we could make our home situations work and find a quiet <laughs> place to work, we had no problem getting to our work product online through the, uh, the cloud access. We're here now. So what's next in sustainability for Oxford? So I think we uh, will take a look at the goals that we originally set and determine where we've been successful and how we can take those original goals and now reach further. Um, As we discuss with our new office space, I think we'll really want to lean into the human-centered design aspect of sustainability, health, and wellness. The, the current pandemic has really brought to light a lot of things that we've been doing right, as well as um, illuminated some places that we can begin to push the envelope on. And so I think, you know, from my perspective, it's time to get other developing leaders like yourself, Nate, engaged in the process so that we can um, continue to really push and think deeply about what we're doing in regard to sustainability. And I think that'll lead us well into our, you know, our project development efforts as we continue to look to opportunities to raise the bar cost effectively um, to do better than we have done before. Uh, for example, down here in the Strip, Phase Two will continue to build upon the successes not only that we learned from Phase One, but also the changing world that we live in, whether it's related to COVID or other community-based changes that are upon us and how we can be a part of that to facilitate that in an equitable manner is very important. Um, 
with also a, a strong focus on wellness, wellness of our employees, wellness of our tenants, wellness of the community. That's interesting. When I first heard of sustainability, it was solar panels or recycling. But now, after this conversation, it really seems like sustainability has grown to encompass company culture as a whole. Hopefully, this conversation helps to reduce any doubt about not just the importance of, but the ease of pursuing modern sustainability. Small steps can lead to bigger ones that result in an entire cultural shift. And I think myself, along with the other DLs, are in the perfect position to make that push. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to Commercial Real Estate Views with NAOP Pittsburgh's Developing Leaders podcast. This year's Developing Leader, or DL, annual sponsor is RIDC. The DL Hard Hat sponsor is Falk Built, and the mentorship sponsor is Desmone Architects. Through these sponsorships, we're able to put on this podcast series. I am Clayton Morris, the 2020 NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leader Chair and Asset Manager at Sampson Morris Group. In this episode, Nate Tavornik, Mike Bernard and Megan Stearman with Oxford discuss sustainability and corporate culture.